0: Hello, it's Cello. Welcome to my podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Uh, First of all, I'm so sorry about the huge gap between the last episode and this one. I think it's maybe been three weeks. I started this podcast when I didn't think I was going to be going back to work. But then I jumped into working full time and honestly, everything just got away from me. I was originally going to talk about how I struggled with identifying as a Latina, even though I didn't necessarily grow up in a Latino household, but for some reason, I just wasn't feeling that topic today. I like the idea of just starting the episode and kind of seeing where my mind takes me. And so for this one, I decided just to go ahead and start and see where it goes. Now that I'm working full time, I'm kind of struggling to get back on my feet and developing a new routine for myself that not only involves working and putting in my all in my job, but also taking care of myself and incorporating more self-care into my daily habits. A lot of times people say, treat yourself as an excuse to buy the new phone or the new shoes, or that extra scoop of ice cream, or even a massage. And that's all okay. But as we continue during this pandemic, I think it's important to redefine what treating ourselves really means. More so, redefine what treating yourself means to you personally. I know that a lot of states are starting to shut down again, so treating ourselves may seem almost impossible, especially when you add capitalism into it, but it doesn't have to necessarily be that. So bear with me as I explore what I mean about that. So right now I'm currently working on a fitness journey and also a mental health journey. And in the beginning, when I started seeing my therapist, she told me that I'm an all-in person, that when I put my mind to it, I'm, I'm all-in in terms of my friendships, my work, my school, my family, you name it. I give it my all. But that all in personality doesn't necessarily mean that it's healthy. It's because of this trait that I constantly gave up on trying to lead a healthier lifestyle and working out more. You see, I would set myself up to work out five days in a row and I would do it. I would get up, I'd work out, I would eat well and I would feel great. And then on the sixth day, I would treat myself by eating the family-sized bag of potato chips and pint of ice cream because I earned it. Then I would feel guilty about that and tell myself, well, shit, I failed at being healthy. Now, since I'm a failure, there's no point in doing it again because I already failed. If I can't be healthy seven days of the week, there's no point in trying. So for five days in a row, I'd I'd do really well. The sixth day, I'd kind of go off the cliff. And then on that seventh day, I'm like, what is the point of starting again when I'm just going to fail again? So that all in personality punished me so that when I would try to be healthy again, I would just give up because I didn't want to feel guilty or feel like a failure. And what way to not feel like a failure than purposefully failing? Growing up with my parents, I lived a relatively healthy lifestyle But once I went to college, I kind of let myself go. Unhealthy food and habits replaced the healthy ones. And before I knew it, I was heavier than I had ever been in my life. My heaviest was last December of 2019. And my idea of treating myself involved fatty foods and desserts, like literal treats. So if you're sitting here thinking, well, shit, that's what I do. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but that it was unhealthy for me personally. At my heaviest last December, I visited my parents in California. One day, my mom asked if I wanted to join her for a swim workout. So I kind of want to explain why that is a big deal for me and why I sometimes get anxiety about visiting my parents. Growing up, I was never the most comfortable in my body. Even when I was fit, I still felt like I was overweight and fat. And for some reason, I associate that feeling when I go home to visit my parents. Because I lived a healthy lifestyle, style, I still feel the need to keep up that lifestyle, even if it isn't my current lifestyle, if that makes sense. So when I visit my parents, I fake it till I make it, kind of, you know, in terms of eating healthy with them and trying to work out a little while I'm there, so that they can see that I'm not completely unhealthy, even though that was a complete lie, especially last December. I would get anxiety because I feel like I have to prove to them that I'm capable of being healthy and my being fat isn't permanent despite the fact that I had been gaining weight every year since I'd graduated high school. It's like I almost needed to prove to them that I still have it in me, that even though I am fat, I am still able to do some type of workout. It helps with my anxiety that when my mom and dad asked me to work out, I can say, hell yes, let's do it. And I feel like I will be judged less by them. I worked out with them for a reward. And that reward was feeling less judged by my parents, even though that judgment is actually all in my head because they never really said anything. They didn't judge me if I said no, they didn't judge me if I said yes. So it was all in my head, completely mental. But that reward worked. Every time I went to visit them, I would work out once or twice and then fly home back to Massachusetts and continue the bad habits and unhealthy eating. So last December, when my mom asked me to join her for a swim workout, the anxiety in me said, sure. And we swam for about an hour. But this time was remarkably different than the other times. When I was done, I felt surprisingly really great. And I'm pretty sure that's just the endorphins talking, but nonetheless, it was still a good feeling. I was sitting in the hot tub and just feeling really good that I was able to keep up, even though I hadn't really swum in months. And by months, I mean like, four or five months. I was the heaviest I'd ever been yet. I didn't feel bad about myself. I didn't feel judged and I didn't feel like a failure. I was proud and confident. It would take that feeling to kickstart my health journey. Keep in mind that after that workout, I didn't say my parents congratulated me for finishing the workout or I ate some ice cream as a reward. For me, the treat was that I would felt good, not fat or unhealthy, but just good. After that first workout, I yearned for that feeling again. I ended up working out with my parents four more times after that. And each time I had that same feeling of confidence. And each time I left their gym, I held my head a little bit higher. That was in California and that honestly would be the start of my longest journey yet in terms of working out weekly and not giving up. When I came back to Massachusetts, Keeping in mind how great those workouts felt, I decided that I would try to keep it going. So for me at that point in time, treating myself was the endorphins almost. Getting the workout in, feeling great afterwards. My all-in personality definitely started to come in again though. That I was a failure if I didn't work out every day of the week. The anxiety told me that if I decided to recover for a day... That day might turn into a week or turn into a month and then I would become a failure all over again. So the treat of feeling confident and good after a workout slowly started to disappear even though I was working out constantly every day. I was no longer working out to feel good, but to avoid the punishment that I would give myself if I did stop for a day. I was waking up at 4.45 a.m. to be at the gym by 5, home by 6 a.m., and then off to school by 6.50. That's not a sustainable or healthy routine, for me at least, but I did it to avoid failing, to avoid the punishment I would give myself if I didn't work out. One morning, I accidentally slept in until 5.30 a.m., and normally the all-in mentality would have given up and quit to sleep some more. But instead, I got myself up and went to the gym a little later than I would have wanted to that morning. I didn't get my full workout in, But when I was done, I was surprised that I felt that good feeling again of accomplishment and confidence that I felt when I worked out with my parents. That all-in would have said that the workout wasn't enough because I didn't get the full hour in. That good feeling overshadowed that thought. Pretty soon, that all-in and the anxiety was slowly going away. My biggest thing to learn was shedding that toxic self-talk And changing that narrative to an encouraging one and convincing myself that it's okay to mess up. It's okay to accidentally sleep in. It's okay to have some ice cream. By the way, ice cream is delicious. I have tried the Halo ice cream, which is like half the calories, and it's just not the same. I'd honestly would rather have a scoop of Ben and Jerry's full fat ice cream than have a pint of that Halo ice cream, which is honestly just mostly air and sugar rather than actual good tasting ice cream. So that's my treat. I actually eat the real ice cream, not the halo stuff. Although a lot of people love it. So no no judgment to you if you do like that kind of ice cream. Treating yourself doesn't have to be an elaborate shopping spree or an outfit. It can honestly just be getting up in the morning when the depression is telling you not to, right? If you're in bed, super depressed and you don't want to get out, even getting up to get a sip of water. You know, that could be a treat for yourself that day. Or buying yourself a new sports bra to work out in. I also realized that the process of working out isn't all in, but rather baby steps to forming a good and healthy routine. I'm going through a weight loss program right now that is actually completely free. And one of the things that the program focuses on is small adjustments in your daily life that can help you live just a little healthier tomorrow. For example, Take a look at your day and make one small change to make it better. 1% of your day, change that. If you do that every day for a month, pretty soon you will have a 30% change to being healthier. And that's actually pretty big from 1% to 30. But you do it every single day. If the change is substantial, you're not doing it right. You gotta do little changes. It can be going for a five minute walk, it can be looking in the mirror. And instead of finding the one thing you hate about yourself, name three things you love about yourself. If you work from home, instead of staying in your PJs, put on your favorite outfit. It's these littlest things that you can do so that you feel better about yourself. Treating yourself means treating yourself and your body with care and love. There is no right or wrong way to do that. For me personally, Food and sweets didn't really make me love myself anymore, so was it really treating myself if it just made me feel worse? Now, getting up early and starting my day, that is what makes me feel good. Working out with my friends is a great support for me, and they always find a way to gas me up to do the extra rep or hold the plank a little longer. So ask yourself, have you treated yourself in a way that makes you feel good and confident? And are you surrounded by people who help you do that? If you said, yeah, oh yeah, I've treated myself last week. Was it in a way that made you feel good about yourself or did you end up feeling worse? So my advice to you guys during this crazy time is go for it. Treat the fuck out of yourself because things are only going to get crazier. So definitely hang in there. Just make sure that it's in a way that makes you feel more confident, feel better about yourself. Next week. I will post another podcast that I can promise you, but what I can't guarantee is what it's going to be about. So I'm just going to see where it takes me each time and I'm actually kind of excited to see where it goes. So until next time.